0: Welcome to Talos Takes, the quick take podcast where our researchers break down this week's hot topic in cybersecurity for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another work from home episode of Talos Takes. Uh, I've got Edmund back on with me again today. Thanks for coming on, Edmund. Thanks for having me. So today we're going to talk about uh, Wasted Locker which is a threat that you and some of our other researchers uh, wrote about a couple of weeks ago. Um, and basically, we wanted to highlight it because they're doing what uh, these threat actors are doing, what we call big game hunting, which is, essentially means going after um, you know, some large organizations, some high-profile uh, targets. And that's a topic that Nick Biasini and I have talked about before, if you want to go back in the archives and listen to it. Uh, So, Edmund, what can you kind of tell us about Wasted Locker? You know, what initially drew our eyes to it?
1: Uh, Well, it's uh, really it's one of the latest examples of how adversaries are starting to change the way that they're approaching generating revenue through things like ransomware rather than just, you know, dropping the malware on a single workstation. uh, They're choosing to take a more active approach to maximize the damage they inflict and thus the uh, likelihood that they'll be able to uh, receive a ransom payment from organizations that they're targeting.
0: And when we say that this uh, threat is kind of is going big game hunting, that's just a big uh, focus of the blog post, which you can read on our site now. Uh, what are you know? Why uh, would they want to go after some of these types of targets?
1: Well, so when you think about it from an organizational perspective, uh, let's say you get ransomware on a single user's uh, system. Right, and, and the attacker is saying, you know, give us three hundred or six hundred dollars and we'll unlock your files. Well, for most organizations, that's a pretty easy decision. You just wipe the system, rebuild it from scratch and, and call it a day. But uh, if you consider if you know sixty, seventy percent of your server-side infrastructure has ransomware dropped on it simultaneously, maybe you're more likely to pay a ransom demand and attackers know that. Uh, they're more likely to receive payment, and as a result, they can also demand a significantly larger amount of money because they're not just talking about one system; they're talking about, uh, you know, server-side infrastructure, uh, several endpoints at the same time, which has a, a significantly more of an impact in in most organizations.
0: And another f- feature of this threat is that uh, they're using dual-use tools or uh, living off the land binaries uh, or lull bins, which is another topic that we'll have uh, covered in the feed that you can check out. What's the advantage of threat actors using these types of tools?
1: Uh, well, so for um, adversaries that are operating within an environment, if they can rely on system functionality that's native to the operating system or if they can rely on tools that are used um, in situations by both you know, the good guys and the bad guys – Uh, it helps them evade detection in a lot of cases. They can fly under the radar for a longer period of time until they're ready to make their presence known. So they can move laterally within the environment. They can uh, move from system to system. They can escalate their privileges. And then when they're ready to activate their ransomware, they can drop it on all of those systems simultaneously. But um, in a lot of cases, security operations teams and, and the folks monitoring networks may not even realize that they're there because they're not dropping malicious executables. They're using things like PowerShell and the Windows command processor and you know native functionality that is is normal in a lot of environments
0: and then besides the standard advice that we give everyone to avoid being infected with malware uh, is there any specific coverage or protections uh, that people can use to uh, keep away from wasted locker
1: uh, so, so we have released coverage uh, across a variety of the different um, products that we offer. But um, one of the things that we tried to put in the uh, the blog post itself is, you know, the actual command line syntax that these that these guys were executing within target environments. So, if you're a security operations team, it's it's a really good checklist to go through and say, okay, if if somebody executes this command in my environment are my tools able to pick that up and alert my team to investigate whether or not that's legitimate use or whether or not that's somebody trying to enumerate my environment, identify targets to move laterally to or to to escalate privileges. All right.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks as always for coming on, Edmund. Uh, Like I said, if you want to learn more about Wasted Locker, you can check out the post on our blog now. Uh, Thanks for coming on, man, and hopefully we'll have you on again in the future. Hey, thanks for having me. Stay safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talos Takes. Please join us next time where we talk about something else that's top of mind for us.